listener. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Spooky Doings podcast. My name's Rick Guzman. I'm an improv comedian from New York who can't do improv at the moment because we're still in the midst of the coronavirus and we really shouldn't be gathering in groups quite yet, uh, at least not large ones in close proximity. Uh, joined today once again by the technical sorceress behind the boops, the buttons, the beeps, our youth correspondent, Chelsea Bennington. How you doing, Chelsea? I'm good. I like sorceress. That is my new title. That's that. That's that's my craving to improvise once again. I just <laughs> that just fell out of my mouth before I even thought of it. But I'm very excited today because our guest is third man recording artist Olivia Jean. Hello, Olivia. Hello there. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Um, are you still currently in Nashville? Yeah, I've been here for uh, ten years now. All right. Yes, I I actually met you there. We'll tell that story a little later. How are oh. things going down in Nashville right now? Uh, things are stalled, of course, because of the uh, corona. Um, there was also that tornado right before that. Oh was... my gosh! Yeah, some bad bad luck here in the city. Is you know businesses, musicians. We all don't know what to do, but well, it will get figured out. Oh yeah, Nashville thrives. Oh yeah, and, and there's a million minds trying to figure out how to navigate, so I'm sure we'll figure it out soon. And one of the cool things I've noticed, uh, just following uh, Third Man via social media, it seems that uh, everybody's come together and kind of built a community within that community. And there's a lot of wonderful charity work going on uh, throughout this entire ordeal, which yeah. is wonderful. Um, so there's a lot of stuff I want to ask you because I am a fan. Um, uh, but you were born in Detroit, if the internet is to be believed. Is that correct? The internet can be believed for yes. that fact. Yes. <laughs> I was born in Detroit, a suburb right outside of the city, but Detroit, still in the same spot you point to on the mitten on your hand. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, I was in Detroit. I uh, love Detroit, love the music scene. Uh, miss it. Uh, very much, actually. See, again, I take everything I read on the internet with a grain of salt, but along with that, it said that you uh, performed everything on the demo tape that you kind of gave to Jack White at a Dead Weather show. So my question, it seems that there's something really strong about musicians from the Detroit area, be it yourself, uh, Jack, Iggy Pop, Alice Cooper, it seems none of you can actually be stopped. What is it about musicians in Detroit that they're always creating something, or at least it appears that way to me? Um, I think uh, Detroiters have a different attitude, a little bit tougher, a little bit, um, I would say uh, there's a more unique kind of community there of musicians, so everyone is doing something a little bit different and um, really pushing their ideas forward. And it's really cold in Detroit, so everyone wants to get the hell out. And the only way you can is tour or whatnot <laughs> if you're a musician. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just people there have a different attitude, a little bit, uh, a little bit aggressive in a good way compared to Nashville. Yeah. That's all you I know? want now though, is somebody saying, you know, why did you become a musician? It was just really fucking cold where I live. 
<laughs> and nope. I just needed to go. <laughs> so, I just needed to get out and I, I needed a good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, I'm that's working. Chapter, that's chapter one of why Prince left Minneapolis, I believe. Really? <laughs> it's too, it's cold, too cold. <laughs> um, yeah. I also first uh, heard of you uh, when my girlfriend and I, we were getting into vinyl and checking out everything on third man and your group the black bells and i thought oh this is awesome because it's, it's that surf rockabilly sound it's a lot of female energy but just you know seeing uh before even purchasing the album a song called honky tonk horror i'm like oh this is for oh me yeah as, <laughs> as a horror fan so so what's your relationship with horror and how do you meld that with your music uh, I've just always, you know, you're probably a Halloween baby too. Just uh, it, growing up, you just love Halloween, everything about it. I've always been that kid. Um, always. I was watching haunted house walkthroughs last night, just <laughs> <laughs> drinking, <laughs> drinking coffee at 2am watching haunted house walkthroughs. That's who I am, who I've always been. Um, but what's cool about meeting the other girls in the black bells is we we all have that attitude but we take it we don't take it so seriously mm-hmm. almost kind of like b movie style uh that's the vibe that it definitely mm-hmm. gives i i love the black bells i actually um when i went to college i was a dj at my college's radio station and in our extensive library they had that black bells album and i played pushing up daisies and honky tonk horror pretty much every session I DJed. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, thank you. Uh, and this was, this was 2012. So it was, I mean, that was around the time that album came out, right? Or uh, The album came out um, fall of 2011. So pretty close to 2012, around that area. Yeah. And Kelsey disappeared. That's okay. She oh no! Did, did, what did I say? I don't know. I guess it'd be uh, something involving a cat. Ah, uh, uh, cats. She, yes. She, she's. Uh, I actually drove Chelsea to the vet uh, yesterday, fully masked up, because uh, you know why bother uh, wasting time getting an Uber and possibly an illness from that when you can get one from a friend. Yes. Cool, friend Burr. We'll figure it out. So, um, <laughs> It, 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 along with uh, the wonderfulness of the Black Bells, uh, you, you continued with Third Man uh, playing on a lot of great albums and touring with people. Uh, I'm not going to go chronologically, but let's go with the ladies first. You played with uh, Wanda Jackson mm-hmm. on her Third Man album. Yeah. Did you did you tour with her as well? I did, yeah. Um, about her had like 10 backing musicians for that group that was one of the very first one of the very first projects i was involved in got to see that show uh in brooklyn and 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 it was fun because you know the band was tight there were a lot of people on stage Mm -hmm. uh jack white was on guitar and and wanda not only can she sing really really well still just seems like a very huggable lady Mm-hmm. Yeah, huggable, but business as well. She is a businesswoman, and Ooh. and uh, being so young and seeing that professionalism—that's how it was done from the from the get-go in music. Uh, I was pretty intimidated, actually, by her. Um, well, she's a legend on top of all of that. 
So definitely huggable, but gets down to business and always uh, with her husband, Wendell, talking mm-hmm. business, being like, look at all these young kids. <laughs> so so what, 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 what was it that intimidated you? Was it just her, 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 her presence uh, everywhere she's been, all of the great songs, or was it just... Uh, were were you there in the studio together or was it just kind of a separate recording? Um, no, we were, up? yeah, we were all in the studio together. Um, there were a few days where she did vocals on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that is one of my first experiences ever on Third Man. So going from playing in front of like no one in Detroit, having no idea I would ever get to a platform and then suddenly snap I'm playing with Wanda Jackson who I had listened to and was a fan of already it was it was like it was the twilight zone there was a legend standing there in front of me all of the sudden and I just couldn't I didn't really have a grasp on reality at that point I was just out of it I was in outer space in my mind the entire time because I could not believe what was happening so I I hadn't built that you know mindset of your you know being around people that you you've looked up to yet starstruck (laughs) in a nutshell that 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 makes sense because uh uh again just to derail a little bit I did get to meet you at Grimey's in Nashville in September uh, my girlfriend and I, we traveled to Tennessee for our anniversary. Uh, we went from, uh, Gatlinburg, the Dollywood area that we drove to Nashville. Uh, I was looking for live music, uh, to check out. And I saw the Queens of Noise were playing at Grimey's. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, you know, lady rock and roll. And they're very young. Let's check this out. And they had some good fury. And you walked by wearing a fun hat. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Olivia Jean. And I just went up to you and introduced myself. And you were really nice. Uh, we took a picture. And, and on top of that, just because every time I travel, I don't really want to go where the tourists listen to music. So I asked you and you recommended some places where locals go for music. And that was, mm-hmm. that, that helped make the vacation that much better. So thank oh. you. Uh, I'm so glad. uh, Thank you. Thank you for uh, being so kind and and all that. Thank you for being kind. What did you think of the Queens of Noise on that uh, date? What actually, what brought you to that particular in-store? Did you know anyone in the band or? Um, No, I had just heard, I had heard of them before. Um, They're so young. I just, I wanted to check it out. And man, the confidence that those girls have at that age, if I had that, (laughs) oh God. So jealous. I, I, I'm going to admit I was jealous when I watched those, those gals because what, how lucky at that age to have found musicians that you get along with. And man, that takes a while. So I'm highly jealous yeah, of they, Queens of Noise. <laughs> when, when they ripped into Rebel Girl, it's like, oh shit. Yeah. It, it, it's coming at you. Yeah, they, but, could, they could definitely... Uh, show up a lot of bands I've seen in Nashville who are 15 years older than them. Or, and and if I recall correctly, right before the lockdown, they played at Third Man, which I, I wish I, I would have been in Nashville to check that out. But uh, I don't know, hopefully they got a little future. If uh, Hopefully somebody listened to that record and saw that show and wants to do something with them. 
Yeah, I think that them doing a tribute at this age is a great idea. And then, uh, yeah, eventually maybe they'll start writing their own tunes and yeah. So, so back to your, uh, your, your session work, another record that you played on that I love was uh, uh, Karen Elsie's record that you mm -hmm. put out with Third Man. And oh, that one's just seems to be haunting all over. Yep, uh, yep. Were, were you friendly with her because of the Jack White connection uh, prior to the recording or, or how did that come about? Um, yeah, so that was also in my uh, beginning years at Third Man and that was also one of the very first projects that I worked on. Mm -hmm. So um, what they did for that is, I, I guess it was kind of like an audition. Um, they sent me demos of the song and I worked my ass off for just sleepless nights over and over learning those bass lines to a T. And then I went into the studio and played everything and they decided I could, they could trust me to be, you know, the bass player, which was awesome. I'd never done that before or been a bass player in a band. Um, but yeah, she's super cool, beautiful voice. Um, just beautiful voice, awesome songwriting, um, very reminiscent of Mazzy Star, which, which I loved. So I was, I dig the music a lot. That was a fun experience. Um, yeah, still just starstruck and at that at that uh, stage of my life. So just bizarre, you know. <laughs> but bizarre things are are wonderful, and they make for great stories. It's like holy shit! I can't believe this is happening. Yes. But yeah. but I'm going to meet somebody that's not going to hear this story, and then we're going to blow their mind. Um, <laughs> I think it might have been after that you, you played on Jack's first solo record, Blunderbuss. I did play on some songs yes. um, on, in the studio. And then I did join Jack for, um, for Conan um, when he performed on TV and a couple other performances. Um, and for Conan, I played guitar because there were a couple songs where it's really hard to do vocals mm -hmm. and sing at the same time so Jack needed that extra guitarist so I got luckily asked to do that which was amazing um but yeah yeah I should have snuck on stage and just joined the girl band and I'm, ruined I'm, the show I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up because uh, I mean I haven't been in a band since you know high school but yeah I did always find it tough to play while singing, but also I was never really good at playing anyway and didn't actually want to play something. I just wanted to concentrate on being a singer, but sometimes you couldn't find somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, we need, a, we need a bass. Okay, there's a bass in the corner. I'll play that until somebody shows up. Never got very good at it. <laughs> um, so, so when did the idea come to uh, put out your first solo album? Um, well, that was, that was always my intention. Um, the demo I gave was a solo demo. Um, I found before Third Man that I enjoyed playing everything and writing everything more mm. so than collaborating with other people. Um, and I think that's from listening to Surf and, you know, growing up, I didn't, I didn't know any other musicians, so I would just record everything on my own and it was really fun. So um, that's always been my how I, I like to approach music. So um, that was always my intention when I got signed was to put out a solo album. And uh, after the Black Bells, that's what we did. 
and we used some tracks that I'd written for the Black Bells that didn't work out and just kind of poured that into the, the solo album. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I was just busy. They were just, I was so busy for years and years doing different projects for Third Man. I was just really lucky, you know, they kept involving me and stuff. Yeah. So they, they yeah. welcome you to the fold. Yeah. Bathtub Love Killings is a great record, starting right from Mistakes and Merry Widow and, and Green Honey Creeper. Um, there, there's less of the, the horror element in, in, in the sound and definitely in like the, the wonderful uh, purplish artwork of that, but like it's, it's still there, it's still wonderful. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, I got the feeling I was getting more of your essence as an artist with that record. Um, and, and certainly one of that's, that's frequently on my turntable as a result. Oh, of thank that. you. You're, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, since we're talking so much about Third Man and the Family, what is their, their, their structure like of being invited into stuff? Is there a contract kind of thing? Or is it like, because I know uh, artists like uh, Pokey Lafarge, uh, C60s and most recently Marco Price have gone to other labels but it seems like everyone's still friendly and mm -hmm. so is it uh, is it a contract thing or it's just like hey we like you come oh, on no. in and do something no there's there's no contract to stay friends <laughs> <laughs> um third man everyone I've met there musicians they work with everybody is just super cool so yeah it's and and they tend to find musicians that kind of have the same mindset, really open-minded, um, just, you know, I guess we're all kind of weirdos <laughs> there, you know, in different ways. So we all get along really well. They, they attract the, uh, the people in Nashville who should probably be in New York, but are in Nashville, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, We need know. those kind of people in the South though. Yeah, I was, I was born and raised in the South, so sometimes I feel almost a little guilty for even being in New York. <laughs> we, need, <laughs> we need more of that weirdo progressive type of situation in the South. Yeah. But I was going to say, Third Man Record sounds, from how you're describing it, um, the reason, you know, you guys have, or, you know, artists that may have left have stayed friends, is it just really feels like a really loyal sense of community. And that's basically what you said. It's like, we all have the same energy. We all, you know, connect on this type of thing. So it's cool yeah. to hear that. Yeah, we all do connect and we all hang out outside of work. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's rare to find that kind of chemistry. So yeah, I've been with Third Man for 10 years and I can't imagine ever not being on Third Man. I know that <laughs> it's, it's, but I know it's super rare to be on a label for that long. Usually people jump around you know, um, yeah. but it's just, it's such a positive place. I can't imagine leaving. They'll have to drag me out. <laughs> That's how it's going to happen. That's going to, it's going to have to happen. Yeah, so. Even, even going to uh, the, the record shop when I was there, um, everybody that worked there was real friendly. And I was looking for the Ghost Wolves 7-inch, which had just 
come out at that time and the young lady was like, I think we got it in the back and she disappeared for a few minutes and got it. I mean, I didn't know that at Grimey's I was gonna see the flyer that they were playing two nights later and they're also uh, uh, fun and wonderful and cordial and, and great musicians on top of that. Um, but, but speaking of the environment, again, one of my favorite things about Third Man is they, they put a lot of female artists at the forefront, like yourself and, and Lily Mae Rishi, and we've we've uh, talked about Wanda and Karen. So the, I don't even know if I have a question to follow that up with. <laughs> yeah, there's something that's I'm a good, I think I, I think I know the direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it, not so much that they're trying to push female musicians. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? They just like what they like, mm -hmm. and they're never like, oh, we got to get another chick blah 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 just to show we are supporting the women no uh they just they like what they like and all of those females that i've met are just insanely talented musicians and one would have to be a fool not to just snatch them up you know what i'm saying that so very much male so, yeah. or female those those musicians are just fantastic and uh and yeah so they they don't they don't have a specific look or sound that they're going for ever. Um, they have such an eclectic kind of catalog, so they like what they like. Definitely, you know? with some of those reissues, I think like some reissue of like Greek folk music. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Ben Swank, what? Ben Swank, and Ben Blackwell are really into finding obscure records and things to repress. Um, I haven't heard of. 99% of the things that they end up putting out mm -hmm. so so that's usually the case without third man I wouldn't have known who the Gories were and uh, that I mean I wouldn't know to be sad but I'm thankful that I've heard of them as a result oh, but yeah. along with that I and again correct me if I'm wrong um you've also designed some some t-shirts and artwork for them is that that's correct yeah yep uh that's what I was going to school for before I got the one phone call to get invited to Nashville and I dropped out of school. <laughs> so I still get to do it, which is great. I get to do both things. Yeah, I've seen you posted some some screen printing of some items. I'm in the process of learning, yeah. <laughs> of screen, was, learning screen printing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. I, I want to do my own merch and be able to do limited edition things for tours. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think it would did be you go, fun. Did you go to school for illustration? Um, yeah, I was starting. I had just started and I, I was oh, just okay. doing all my basic art classes, which were super boring. Oh, the, I went to art school. The basic art classes are the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one guy just walked out and he's like, he's like, this is ridiculous. He just walked out. Oh, <laughs> and that was around the time when, when I got the call and I was like, you know what? I can do this later. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this isn't uh, feeding my soul. At exactly. the moment. Um, so I, yeah, yeah. But um, I've always had an interest in doing that and in computers. And uh, so graphic design is what I, what I do. Nice. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing you posted recently, which I thought was uh, something I wanted to ask you about uh, on Instagram, you posted that your brother was sending you old photos <laughs> and that the second one was ego crush seniors giving stink eyes 
after freshman girls beat them in the Battle of the Bands. Yeah, that's my news story headline. Do you like it? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching too much and too many, too many, the news too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a, that was kind of, see, that's how it always has been for music and, and women. You just can't do it <laughs> it's so true it's like there's one with a stink eye and one looks like his whole life has been shattered yeah i think in the blur i see a middle finger in there but maybe i'm just i think you're right that. i think it's kind of yeah it's like crying but also uh flipping you off I, I, I mostly saw the boy with what looks like the corn style oh hair. yeah that's what was hot that's what was hot when i was a, a freshman and while those people were listening to that that crap you Oops. can say shit. It's okay. That shitty crap. That sh- <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the Gories, and I was listening to punk, and I was listening to, you know, different things. So, it's always been, always been a little bit outside the box in music. So, would you say that your music um, taste was influenced? by your love of horror or was it vice versa or did it just kind of come together as one it kind of came together as one especially after meeting uh the chicks in nashville and uh, when we became the black bells mm-hmm. uh all of us had the same hair that wasn't <laughs> planned that was not planned um all of us love horror movies and and all of us like i said had that same approach to being goth but doing it in a way that's kind of funny you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, like wearing a shirt that says I'm creepy or, you know, just something, you know, we just poked fun at it, which was awesome. So doing that aesthetic for the Black Bells um, kind of just, we started creeping into adding more horror elements into the music because all of us had that same taste. Mm. Um, but first I was doing surf music. So it's, that's how you get nice. the mixture of the two. Yeah. You kind of throw some whimsy in with your spooky. And that's uh, what we try to do with our improv comedy. And we'll get back to it one day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then there were a few years in between. And I'd, I'd see every time Third Man would put something out. And I'd just think to myself, wouldn't it be cool if Olivia Jean put out another record? And then finally, last year, we got Night Owl. Yes. And you produced that one. I did. And so yeah. how, how'd that come about? Is your writing style uh constant uh, as ideas flow or just you it, it's it, we're going to record now and it becomes part of the mission oh well i wish it was we're gonna, just going to record now let's do this but <laughs> the way i write i i will you know come up with one line and then i'll start i have like a little book of one-liners and you know little guitar riffs i write over time and then I'll try to mush it all together into a song, which is, it's time consuming. I can't really just sit down with an acoustic guitar and come up with something. Cause I like to, um, I hear all the instruments in my head. So I really try to get to that, that vision that I'm going for. And I'm pre- a perfectionist. So it takes me a while. Yeah. Um, that's, that's mostly why it was, it took so long for me to put something out. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It was because I was just too much of a perfectionist. Um, and uh, in the end, it ended up sounding Im- imperfect in a way that I like. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> good, 
that perfectly imperfect sound, uh, which is, is, is most of the rock and roll that I've come to really, really enjoy. Um, after that, got the chance to see you uh, in New York with the Rock on Tours and uh, picked up the album that day. Uh, but I, I did love hearing those songs live for the first time. I, uh, there's a lot of times where it's like, that's how you can really tell. I mean, I don't think Third Man's one of those labels that tries to cover things up and adjust things too much. But, you know, when, when, when it's live and, and you see the people moving on stage and you're really there feeling it, that's, that's always uh, the way I, I, I feel I know for sure who can rock out and who can't yeah so that, that was a great show Thanks. thank you yeah i the band i work with all of us take the the music so seriously so when we're up there we're really we're we're, we're really working you know every note in there we've rehearsed a thousand times and we're just you know trying to get it down we have a plan so i i'm glad that it was a good show <laughs> it, it was a wonderful show um after that you did a little uh bit of touring, uh, you know, headlining clubs, and you got to play LA with our friend Soraya. Yes. Yeah, yeah she's cool. Yeah, yeah Soraya. The whole band is, uh, is, is wonderful. They just put out a new album recently as well. Uh, how do you like that show? Had you heard of them before that? Um, I hadn't heard of them before, but they were great. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm always so excited when I get to play with a cool band. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it makes the show so much more fun when you get to listen to the band you're playing with and you feel inspired you're like well i want to get on stage too yeah. you know <laughs> zuzu would Very probably cool. let you uh i remember when when that show was announced i'm like oh la like, can't we get that somewhere on the east coast but you know maybe someday yeah. um and, oh, and I, yeah i i i haven't played uh, uh la very much so you know that was one of the few times i've gotten out there um <laughs> east coast seems to be more where I where I can tour because I do it all by van. Um, getting out to California is just insane. Yeah, I can imagine crossing multiple time zones and mountains. Yes. And who knows what? But uh, uh, you know, traveling with Chelsea uh, recently, it's like, all right, we can find a place, stop at a Cracker Barrel. Uh, never had that before, being born and raised in New York. And oh my, was I delightfully surprised. <laughs> I love when you find ways to sneak Cracker Barrel into conversations because that has happened so many times. I love it. I always crave it. And then whenever I drive by, the whole parking lot is filled. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. No. When it's like that after church. Oh, audience. yeah. Especially in Nashville. That's the place to be. Hopping. Oh, I bet. Oh, damn. Hopping. Yeah. I, I, I have a beast that exists within me that slumbers a lot of the time but when it wakes it can only be satisfied by pancakes and so that beast must feed every once in a while <laughs> at the cracker barrel the cracker barrel Some beast that's a pretty uh someplace pretty classy beast you got I know. If, if you're gonna Very have kind a, and sweet if you're gonna have a monster bacon. within it should want pancakes yeah the pancake monster as that's opposed, a good as opposed to much worse things that you can have <laughs> residing within you. Um, but yeah, with, with being a national, being a touring musician and uh, discovering bands so frequently, I'm always looking for something new. And since you were so kind to, to share where I should see music in Nashville, 
are there any bands uh, that you've encountered uh, in your surroundings or on tour that you're like, people need to know about? Oh man, um, Supersonic Space Rebels from Chicago was probably the funnest show I have got to play at a club because they are, they're doing that B-movie surf thing as well. Oh, yeah. B-movie, kind of some horror in there. They definitely play some Cramps covers. Uh, that was that was awesome. Um, the supersonic space... Space look, Rebels. Space I, Rebels. All yes. Right. Um, That's easy to remember and look up. Yeah, um, I've gotten to tour Cindy Wilson B-52s. Mm -hmm. Absolutely insane to be able to do that. Um, yeah, and then bands here in Nashville. There's a cool garage rock scene happening here. There's plenty of bands to to discover as more people move here more genres are starting to become uh, popular which is great mm -hmm. um because when i first moved here there weren't a lot of weren't a lot of detroit style garage bands but now it's starting to happen which is cool but um i live under a rock um, so i don't really go out too often um and now, every, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> now we can't now we can't um yeah, I'm craving going out and seeing more bands now because, yeah, as people move here, the, the music uh, scene is getting, is becoming more like how I, I used to feel in Detroit where I'm curious and I want to go out and I don't know what to expect. Have you, you know? seen um, during uh, this time of COVID, have you, have you seen the music scene in Nashville kind of innovating when it comes to uh, streaming shows or finding ways to connect with their audience um, outside of being able to do live shows? Has there, has there been an appetite for that? Um, definitely all the musicians are doing streaming and live from home videos mm -hmm. um, and uh, podcast and such like, you know, just trying to connect through the internet as much as we possibly can um uh yeah so and third man also did a they're doing this public access um little show on youtube where they're having artists that are on the label or affiliated with the label do live at home videos pre-recorded and uh and yeah I've, I've done one so far and then i just recorded another one with ben blackwell actually, and we're doing uh, Melvin's Lizzie. We're covering that. Uh, I presume that's Melvin's and Thin Lizzy songs? No, no, no. Oh, the oh. band Melvin's and the song Lizzie. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I understand the confusion. <laughs> I, 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 my knowledge of the Melvin's is very limited. Uh, they're they've cool. been something. They're, well, I, I know Third Man reissued a couple, so maybe it's time for me to make another purchase because uh, uh my day job is typically, uh, you know, doing props and set dressing for TV show and movies. Um, but that's not happening right now. But, you know, I've been able to collect unemployment. And since most of my, you know, non-essential expenses don't exist, I've been enjoying throwing money at artists and institutions that need it. Uh, you know, like Bandcamp, for example, has been waiving their fees so that the artists can get some money. And it's important. And so uh, as we start landing this plane, go to Third Man Records and buy Olivia Jean stuff. <laughs> the <laughs> albums are cool. 
the merch is 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 fun and has that spooky whimsy that I like. And you know, anything else that you'd like to plug for where people um, can find Yeah, you, my Olivia? social media tag everywhere is at Olivia Jean Music. Uh, I have a website, oliviajeanmusic.com. Um, and yes, yeah, so just look forward to some more live from home streams. Um, I'm writing music for another album. Ooh. Ooh. And um, I'm just hoping we can get out as soon as possible and play some shows. Yeah. And when it's safe, we'd love to have you here. Come on out to to New York, the East Coast. Uh, if I got to wear a mask and stand six feet from the stage, I'm happy to do that. Yes, I, I don't care if there's five people there all 12 feet apart. I just, oh, God, I want to play there, a there, show. There was, <laughs> there was actually another show uh, that I saw you at Brooklyn at Rough Trade. Uh, what was the name of that band? The Dough Rollers were opening. Oh, yeah. And there was like a light snow, and I think there might have just been uh, – very few people there but that didn't stop you from putting on a hell of a show thank you yeah no we drive way too way too far to not put on a show yeah, even if there's no one there yeah yeah absolutely you know and, and you know playing in front of just a few people those few people drove to the show paid to get into the show they want to see the show so put on a show you know and if it's for a small audience that's fun because then you get to just hang out and joke with them the entire time that's hey did you like that no okay <laughs> exactly. you do that okay was that okay like what you think <laughs> tell give me, me your, i need feedback give me your 30 minute review because we have time <laughs> yes yes we, we no. can relate some of our summer improv shows and a hot basement bar in midtown manhattan it's really just us performing for each other but you know <laughs> if you're getting a laugh it's worth it yeah even if it's just from yourself you're like oh that one worked yeah. out cool <laughs> <laughs> you get a little mini rehearsal yeah free rehearsal space and you get paid sometimes yeah. <laughs> to and, rehearse and if, and if there's less people you can go out in the crowd and get extra crazy as, as zuzu from soraya it will do I oh, yes. the last time i saw him she hugged me and then pulled my ponytail hard but you know <laughs> during a song it, it's to be expected it's to be one of these days uh, i always get nervous that she's almost going to get clocked in the head by one of her band members and then she's told me yeah that's happened a bunch of times some bands yeah. have that dynamic but it's all from love uh but Top yeah to, to all our listeners out there uh, find the artists that you love and, and support them in this time if you can afford to do so because I'm not paying for train tickets. I'm not putting as much gas or miles on the car. So yeah, even if it's just, I don't want anything, just take some money, get, get some food, get some energy drinks, Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get some dough that way, sounds good to me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make it happen. We'll make it work. Right. Um, and maybe it will be for the better. You know, you know, more, more sanitary bathrooms for the green room. <laughs> I'm very excited for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Actual towels to dry your hands. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh. It might be fabulous. We'll see. Megan, it sound like Downton Abbey now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be great. Well, yeah. Just... <laughs> Chelsea, darling, where can people find you if they want to find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter, just Chelsea Bennington, and I'm right there. It's me and my cat. 
So. <laughs> <laughs> mostly my cat. It's mostly the cat. Uh, you can find Spooky Doings on Instagram for news about the podcast. Spooky Doings Improv on Facebook. Uh, it's just more info about the podcast. And when we can do the show again, we'll let you know to come on out it's usually free and this podcast is free so please subscribe uh give us a five-star boop give us a review that'll help us out and olivia thank you so much for being a part of this we wish you and all the talented people and even the non-talented people that just make the city of nashville the wonderful landmark that uh, i came to love very very quickly we hope you're all well oh thank you very much yes we will stylish being funky Oh, well, we will continue the f- bringing the funk at Third Man. Yeah, keep the city funky. Until next time, dear listeners, stay good, stay healthy, stay spooky. See ya. <laughs>